And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. When I tell you Road to 500, Road to 500 is special. Um, we got this gentleman, this. Man, year to date, he's going to tell his story. And I've had hundreds of guests. But this one in particular, I'm ready. I'm 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 pumped. I don't I don't even I'm not even going to put a time frame on the world. Y'all know me, you know, I'm just led by the spirit. This one I'm I'm saying it before we even start. And this is this is what we do. The world. Also, before I introduce this brother. Shout out to my daughter. Ava Murphy She was like dad Ma, I love you Thank you for the support She was like dad I heard this story You gotta reach out to him Y'all got a lot in common And I was able to check this brother out Follow him That's the first thing I said Anyway I'll say more on the show But world help me And I mean this for real Father Husband Radio host Went to His football story His journey San Diego State Aztecs Son of a great Earl Campbell I gotta include that We just spoke about our father And how it's important On how we are today Well help me welcome Mr. T C Campbell Brother Tyler On Why Not Sports Man listen I'm excited D I'm gonna tell you why I'm excited Cause I know When I meet the Lord one day I'm gonna say I know that voice that boy D, D got that voice like you know what I'm saying that Morgan Freeman. He has one of those voices, Man. y'all. Y'all know this is listeners. Like it's one of them that stick out. Like it's Appreciate that authoritative, that. deep tone. Like that's that radio voice. I know. I'm gonna say to the Lord, like, I done heard that before. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna tell him I done heard that before. <laughs> hey, it's a joy, family. It is a joy. Thank you for having me on. Special thank you. Man. I do not um, take it lightly, brother. You doing powerful things. My daughter, my daughter don't even live with me from a previous marriage. And the connection we have, me and her, for her to be like pops, dad, like that's why I had to give her a shout out. That's another story, but it's sentimental for me that my daughter supports me. Even still, she's not under the same roof as her brothers, but that's the love. That's God's love. No matter, like you said, no matter where we are, it's the love is genuine. She knows it's authentic. And, the, and again, shout out to my pops. You know, my pops prayed for me when he was behind that six by nine. I didn't see him every day. So for my daughter to still show me that love and support when I'm not physically there as much as I, I wanted to be or want to be. And to have her like, pops, I support you. I love you. This this guy right here came to our school very inspiring I, I would love for y'all to connect So mine We did it Thank you for the love For everyone else and Included that wanted to make this happen Me and T.C. Campbell Is here to just talk man We I ain't even, I even give you a chance To introduce yourself How rude nah, of you You did You did it You did it And and I approach it The humblest way I know how You know And, and, and for what you just said You know As adults don't get it confused because out of the mouths of babes, you know what I'm saying? Your your children, our little ones, our, our young ladies, our future kings and future queens of this yes. world, they have something to say. And a lot of people cap as if, you know, the generation is lost. And I don't believe that. I believe that people are hearing, but they're not listening. Mm-hmm. And, and kudos to you as a father, because you took the time to listen to what your your daughter was saying and and but for me i mean i just always commend people who are doing amazing upstanding things as fathers you know as as men in this world um and for that you deserve all the glorious praise for it and I appreciate to please that, keep on keeping on because 
Um, those are the things we don't hear enough. And sometimes it can be a lonely road, Demer. And, and I just want you to please keep on keeping on. Yes, sir. Because it's, 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 you know, what you're doing, it's feeding the masses. All right. So, uh, man, it's a pleasure to be on here. And I don't take it lightly. And, yes, sir. And like I said, you after this is done, we'll talk about <laughs> to the people how how we had technical difficulties and how this came to arise. But you got to keep fighting through. So it's a joy, my brother. It is a plum pleasing pleasure. So, world, <laughs> uh, brother Tyler said it. We scheduled a certain time. It took about damn near thirty minutes later. I'm like, bro, let me try this. Let me try that. But we play sports like you're different plays or your audible is not going to stop us from the ultimate goal is for winning this game in this case it's creating and producing this content as uh my brother on the other end to the masses so that's what we're doing and and, and we both yeah, like murph we'll try this all right let's try this and crisp and clear now for you world free 99 <laughs> for you world <laughs> i know that's right murph i, I know like that's murph. right baby they hey, like Murph. Like they used to we say in house party, Murph. Hey, let's cut the body slamming and get the jamming. Come on, man. We jamming, man. Real life, real talk, y'all. This brother also, that's why I forgot to even add as far as his radio show out there a few hours away. Can't wait to meet you in person, man. It's coming. Real life, real talk, man. We're going to talk about that shortly. Your story, man. Wow. Like, I, I, I replayed the one, your journey. Mm-hmm. When you football, you had a night. That night, yeah. I'm gonna let you explain that night yeah. when it turned your whole life around. When you had to come to your parents, <sighs> mom, dad. Yeah, man. I messed up. A lot of us, we run from messing up, or we don't even want to hold ourselves accountable. But you did. On top, and I'm gonna let you tell the story in more depth. Yeah, pops, the great Earl Campbell. We, you, not we, you. We'll call those coaches and tell them what happened. <clears throat> I'm sitting there like, oh man. Yeah, oh, man. That's that's good, D. Like I, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm, you know, great, blessed to have a mother and a father in the underneath the same roof. Um. Blessed to have a father who not only was present, but he made his presence felt. And I think there's a difference there. You know, a lot of people can be present, but not all the time will they make their presence felt. What I mean by that is he didn't always have the most words, but whatever he said, it resonated. You know what I mean? Uh, Mama was the disciplinarian. You know what I'm saying? Mama was the one giving give you them eyes and you already <laughs> knew what the deal was. Mama right. was the one, hey, go get the switch. Out of outside and go pick it off on the front yard. I lived in the suburbs, D, on the west side of Austin. You know what I'm saying? My friends would look at me crazy when I, <laughs> my mama said, "Go get that switch." And 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 I think they were more traumatized because I got popped in front of them. They didn't know what to take of me. My mom, hey, you know what I'm saying? My family from 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 backwoods, east east Texas. Okay, so they bought the country back into the birds. And um, but I say that to say, like, really blessed, really beyond blessed parents who worked hard to ensure that their children didn't go through the same adversities, trials, and tribulations they went through. We didn't go through missed meals. You know what I'm saying? We, we didn't go through um, not having clothes. Uh, we didn't go through uh, shopping at the thrift and salvation stores. You know, these are things that my father and my, my mother both endured. So um, they worked hard so their kids could have a better opportunity at life than what they had. And, and we got that. And so for me, uh, as a, as somebody who was who's finding his feet, um, sports became something I, I loved very early in my childhood. Right. The only thing I tell people is that uh, football didn't love me the way that it loved my dad or it loved my brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was the introduction that I was going to be wired differently. You know what I'm saying? Some people we talk about technical difficulties on this this show. People will never know what it took to get to this point. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you and me. A lot of times, uh, people look at athletes and they don't understand what it took for them to get to that final final product on a Tuesday night or Saturday night during a basketball season or uh, a Saturday night on a football season or Monday night football. You know, playoff back. We don't know the number of hours, the commitment, the tears, the hurt. Um, the emotional torn 
things that the, the things we've missed out on, you know, with choosing this avenue of life. And those are the things that life was trying to instruct to me because I thought I was going to follow in my father's footsteps. D. You know what I'm saying? My brother's footsteps. My brother was second in the 200 meters in the state of Texas as a sophomore. As a sophomore in, in 5A, state track and field. As a sophomore, he was second in 200 meters. He was receiving dual scholarships for football and track. Track, yeah. So for me, I thought, okay, this is what you do. Not understanding and, and not respecting, that's the word, not respecting somebody else's craft of what they do enough to overlook that my father worked very hard to be the best of the best. Yo, my brother was working very hard to do this. And, and for me, I just thought you got ushered in. For whatever reason, I missed that. And so my early years of sports, I was very bad at it because the work ethic didn't amount. When my brother said, yo, you got to work out on the east side of Austin. When my dad said, yo, you got to start doing your push-ups and your sit-ups. What are you doing? You got to start training your body and cultivating. I was doing this. Video game. <laughs> on the sticks. <laughs> that, down square, X square. You know what I'm saying? WCW Nitro. Oh, I can play Madden. Early Madden. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so uh, I, sports was, was tough. But then when I flipped and turned things around and started really respecting the game, really respecting its teachers, really respecting and looking up films of people who played the game before me and learning their stories and understanding a work ethic for what you want in this world. I was blessed to become the starting running back at Westlake High School at the age of at the age of uh, 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 15. I was a year behind everybody. So I was, I'm a junior now, 15 turning 16. I'm a starting running back at Westlake High School. Um, very prominent high school for football. You got Drew Brees, you got uh, Nick Foles, you got, uh, if you look at, at, at basketball, you know, you got the old school guys like Chris Milne used to play. Um, you got uh, Brad Buckman, who was, a all I think, played ball at, at UT with TJ Ford during that time, high school All-American. So it was a very prestigious school, but produced athletes, you know, and I was, I was coming out of my junior year, I was ranked the number two running back prospect in the state of Texas. Um, and that's huge. The state of Texas, huge. no matter where you the are state. in the country, when you think of Texas and football, that's special. And 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 I'll give it's special because the the guy was the number one overall recruit that year um, out of graduating class of 2004. The number one running back in the country, number one recruit in the country overall was Adrian Peterson, which is why he's playing for the Tennessee Titans right now. Special. Um, Can I so say I something? Number, yeah, Can go I say ahead. Something, brother? Go ahead. Do you know I've been fortunate to not only collaborate with you and Adrian Peterson? Wow. I'm and, not even from I Texas. Tell, but anyway, I just want to toot my Mark. own horn. That's that crazy, Mark. The but, number but one see, and number good. two running back in the state of Texas during that time, I've been able to collaborate with them. Anyway, I just... Mark, that's that's fire. And I, and I want people to know, like, and that means... because. Cause these accolades mean something. I'm not tooting my own horn about the state of Texas, but it's it's a lot of great athletes that come out of the state of Texas. It's a lot of great football players. Facts. Um, that that come out of here. So uh, being so, I, I say that to paint the picture of being that kid who was you know terrible at sports and it's, it's terrible at football for a large amount of the majority of his years upcoming to within a four year time frame becomes the number two running back in the state of Texas from being not noticed to being noticed, to being not cared about, to being made fun of, to being while wow, we're taking note and now you're receiving mail. That to me was, I wasn't used to that. Um, I was used to being underneath the radar and just doing my own thing and work, 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 work. So when the accolades came, I didn't know how to accept them. D. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I, I so I wasn't ready for. I didn't. I never envisioned. I think that's a big thing. A lot of people, when you get into something, you expect to be a certain stature. I was getting into something just to not be terrible no more. Like don't be, don't be bad anymore. You know, get into the playbook. Like don't let your your teammates down anymore to not receiving mail. And, and and the phone calls from recruiters that I, from universities I, at 16 to go to your mother and your father and say, I have your you don't have to worry about finding money for me to go to school. Mom and dad, I've got it paid for. Receiving my first scholarship like mail, 
like scholarship, you know, we are offering you a it's oh, I know. Credit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that to me, that was like my eyes just like this. And and so I didn't know how to handle the accolades as they came. Um, from being somebody who's naturally introverted, which is what I was at that time, you know, um, I was accustomed to kind of doing just my own thing. You know, I was somebody who loved words. I was somebody who loved comic books, Marvel, DC, uh, J.R. Tolkien books, and C.S. Lewis, um, my favorite authors. That's me. I was a nerd who played sports. I was a nerd introvert who played sports. And so now you got all the accolades, right? Now you get noticed. Now you got the newspaper clippings. Now you got Rivals.com calling you. Now the Texas Top 100 of Juniors that came out. You up here, Mid Midland 66, uh, and you there. All these stuff, and 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 um, for me, I think I just kind of wanted. I, I I want I, I wanted to be noticed. I think, but I didn't. I wasn't expected to be that way. And uh, I started drinking a lot more. I started I started uh, drinking alcohol a lot more, and I I did so not knowing that there was a problem with it. Everybody in my family drank. Everybody, everybody. My family from the country. And so I didn't, but what I noticed was that I didn't like the taste. I like the feeling of escape. I like the feeling of just leaving it all. And it caused me to think I was invisible. Mm. And with that selfish mindset, with that arrogant mindset, it caused me to make irrational decisions. And the decision that I made would ultimately cost me, um, it, it, would, it would cost me and make me pay dividends. For being a minor consuming alcohol um early and, and and watch this d going totally against how i was raised i wasn't raised that way yeah you know i wasn't raised that way and so um i ended up getting drunk before a high school basketball game i showed up there uh police officers smelled alcohol in my breath it's not too many brothers that go to westlake high school uh so so everybody knew who i was uh the police officers pulled me out of the stands during the sold out basketball game at austin high high school in front of the whole entire crowd to see on both ends and uh police officers said you know we smelt you around the hallway do you have alcohol on your breath or on you and i was so arrogant like i literally blew into the police officer's face and said i ain't been drinking um and uh, they took me out of the game and my life was forever changed. <laughs> I was a minor, consumed alcohol. And on top of all that, I was on school campus. Hit, got hit with the triple. The mm. triple, triple. Mm -hmm. My life was forever changed. Yep. Thank you for sharing that, man. And so for that one listener out there, like I said, this brother dope. He's showing his vulnerability. And being honest, like he said, with mm -hmm. myself and my pops, and he's a, he's a blessing to me because we are the same, you know, era, and we have stories that we can go to different people, no matter you're older, younger, our own children, and they see the love that we have for what we do. And I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm just human. I've made mistakes and done things, but for you to bounce back, wow! So that happens. Yeah. You know, you do your thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for staying <laughs> focused. Thank you for knowing you have that love and support from your people. Because like you said, we need that as mm -hmm. brothers in the area that's normally don't have a lot of us. So we already stick out. We are a target or a bullseye. So for you to do yeah, your thing. Sure. Now, I want to fast forward it. Mm-hmm. You tell your parents, you make them phone calls. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the phone calls, though, T. <laughs> coach, hey. assistant yeah. coach, so-and-so. Um, yeah. Man, I can I can remember, uh, you know, I remember calling, I remember calling Georgia Tech University. I remember calling Georgia Tech University because my dad had told me, and it was, it was one of those things, like, I need you to own your character. Yes. And I need you to know that your decisions don't just affect you. They affect other people and watch these people you don't know, but they're watching you. Um, so that outlives your character will outlast any type of athletic capability you have as a man. That's what he's trying to tell me. And so yeah. I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember calling Georgia Tech and because I went through all of my mail and it was whether you offer me a scholarship or not. 
it, it didn't matter. He made me call every single, we went through the shoe boxes of mail and whatever was coming in, if it was a new mail, Boston College, whatever, call, let them know. <laughs> so mm. it could be before I even, I even got to talk to a coach. Coach had never heard my voice, but the first time you hear my voice, this is what, you know, and so mm. <clears throat> I remember calling coach from Georgia Tech and, and it was like the, uh, it's like the air. I was like, it was slow motion, D. I was like, I'm literally speaking my future away. Like I'm telling him what I'm done doing, mm. what I've done and what I got in trouble with the police for. And in my head, I'm thinking, I'm speaking my future away every single phone call. And at Georgia, I remember Georgia Tech cause I was literally just like, it was like I'm stepping outside of myself. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, do what are you doing? Like you are an investment for a university. Nobody's going to call you back. Cause you 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 a six figure investment. That's what you are. Four years of education, yes, the sir. money, Absolutely. the food, the clothes. I mean, you are an investment. So you literally speaking your investment way, or giving them a reason to go to the next recruit. And oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, there's always another recruit. Facts. It's a big country out here. Okay, you're not. I tell you all the time. I knew I'm not the only running back being recruited in a recruiting class. D, you ain't the only you ain't one of the only only cats who can play two positions in the recruiting class. Come on, like. <laughs> You ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? You preach. And so, you know, it's just reality. And and so I'm speaking that away. And I literally, in at that phone call, Georgia Tech was literally like the man of buzz way of telling me like life is not about to get easier. Mm. In fact, it is going to get harder. And I say that to say Palm Sunday, uh, while I was in the alternative system, because I wasn't in the alternative system, uh Palm Sunday, I gave my life to Christ in 2004. I'll never forget that. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be okay. Because now I gave my life to Christ. I'm walking this walk. And it was also at the same time that voice said, it's only about to get harder. Mm. But I'm like, yo, I did this. I'm like, me and my mom are reading Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren's book. Every yes. night, I'm walking. Like, I'm changing my yeah. life. Yeah. I'm getting on the right accord. But the man up above is like, it's about to get harder. Mm. And so you fast forward, D, senior year. Um, I lost every single scholarship that I had. Uh, I, I had a better senior season than I had junior season. Lost every single one. Um, I called San Diego State. There were two left, San Diego State and Baylor. Um, I called San Diego State. That was always the dream, the dream school. I always wanted to go to San Diego State because in the eyes of a 16-year-old, this is how we was thinking. They had red and black uniforms. That was my favorite. Colors. wonder why it's my favorite colors because them jordan retros that came out with platinum leather and it was black you know the black patent leather and the red bottoms come on come on because I'm, I'm an 80s baby so of course i'm a jordan kid of course i am <laughs> right yeah. of course i am okay like mike come on now i grew up with all the gatorade commercials come on so that black and red combination same same colors as san diego state i'm loving it. oh i'm loving it. i see marcia falk slooming down the 28 with number 28 on I researched everything about SSU, so I wanted to go. And I knew I needed to get as far away from Texas as I could. So I called San Diego State. San Diego State says, yo, we thought you were going to Texas A&M. Like, Texas A&M? We're not going to Texas A&M. We had heard through the recruiting grapevine that you were going mm. to Texas A&M. So we went somewhere nope. else. Mm -hmm. So they gave my scholarship, watch this, to who? Somebody else. You're not the only one getting recruited. Facts. Called Baylor University. Baylor was not winning football games, but I knew I was close. It would be close to home. And again, you're not going to play for my education. I called Baylor. Baylor coach, give me a scholarship. I mean, the, the scholarship's there. He comes in and he says, I want to sit down with your family one night. This is on a Wednesday. He comes down by Friday. On Friday, he's in my home visiting, saying Baylor's the right place for you. We still stand behind you, giving all you've done. We're still here. We believe in you. My mother and my father sitting on the, on the couch. I say, coach, can I have till Monday to think about it? He says, sure, take your time. I called the coach on Monday when I was leaving Westlake High School. I said, Baylor's the place for me. I didn't really want to go, but I wanted my family to not pay for my school. I called the coach from Baylor. Coach from Baylor says, Tyler, we had a running back commute this morning. We don't have no scholarships available. Wow. I graduated. I went through, remember, I went Westlake High School. There's kids in my school going to Harvard, Yale, Georgia, Texas, USD, prominent schools. I'm the token athlete who everybody knows I did not sign a letter of intent, a, a recruiting letter of intent on signing day in February and going into April before graduating from SDSU, I still didn't have a place to go to school. 
I had to humble myself and I went to junior college at San Diego State University. The Lord said it's only going to get harder. Wow. So it got it got more difficult. I had to go to a junior college. That's what I had to do, dude. Not because I had bad grades, but because, you know, he saw fit. He saw fit that that's the path I had to take. So I had scholarships, had mail, Pasadena City College. <laughs> go. Go scholarships. <laughs> It's like that last was a step closer. Ain't no scholarships. Ain't no scholarships like in Texas. It's last yeah. chance you. You go to college. You on your own. Yeah. Pay your own way. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, we spoke that to go on to California. Yeah. So he he still worked with you. Of course. Of course. I'm not going. Yeah. You're right, dude. He he. So I wanted. So I had the dream. I had the vision. I knew where I wanted to be. I think the disconnect for people a lot of times is. We know where we want to be, but when you have to find out the road that you have to travel to get to it, like people, that's where the disconnect comes. But thankfully, that's where at being an athlete and constant overcoming, constant audibles, constant change of possessions, right? Constants, all these other things that we're accustomed to. So to me, I looked at it like, okay, this is what I gotta do. This is what the coach, man of bus, say I gotta do. So I'm gonna be obedient to it. And that's that's what it was. I, Pasadena City College is where I where I where I end up landing. And again, um, please understand, I was accepted into the University of Houston. I was accepted into the University of Arizona off of academics. Mm. And I say that because I think as athletes, sometimes we get a bad rap. Uh, I, yeah. I was accepted academically to University of Houston and University of Arizona, both business schools. But that's not what I wanted. Could have went there as an invited walk on. I wanted a scholarship D. I made a promise to my parents when I was mm. 16 that you are not going to pay for my school. So went to Pasadena uh, because they, they actually had a coach who, who came through uh, the school. Guy was working and he found me. I go to Pasadena. Lo and behold, go figure. Two things that stuck out in my life made me commit go to Pasadena. Number one, when I got there, they had a um, that statue of Jackie Robinson there. I didn't know Jackie Robinson went to PCC mm. before he went to UCLA. The great Jackie Robinson went to a junior college mm. first. Number two, I'm a 90, 80s baby, child of the 90s, boys in the hood, was always and forever will be um, an eye opener for me in my adolescent years um, for being a black male in, in this country. Um, John Singleton went to Pasadena City College and I saw his name in the library of alumni. And so those are things that propelled me to go there confidently. And when I got to SPCC, I got hurt the second game of the season with a shoulder injury that knocked me out for the entire year. So now I faithfully walked. I get to PCC, have a shoulder injury. Now I'm experiencing anxiety and depression for the very first time in my life because I felt like, Lord, I was obedient. Mm. I did. I took the leap of faith. Again, sometimes it doesn't work the way that we want it to. But can you stay committed to the vision that you were? called to do and so um that's inspiring man <laughs> that's what happened to me that that's what happened that's what happened to me was uh, i'm in pasadena the one thing that i love and the one man in constant i have which is football is gone and so i what it caused me to do and what it will cause other people to do when, when doors are, sh are closed in your life it shows you that there's more to you than you even know hmm the challenge for me was that I saw that my dad told me, he was like, son, a Campbell never quits. If you quit at this one thing, you will quit at everything for the rest of your life. And that's the way he left it. And for me, the challenge was, can you still be a leader of men without the ball in your hand? Mm. See, I thought the ball and its ability to cross the goal line is what made you a leader of men. It's not that. The, it's it's our ability to work out consistently. It's our ability to not miss meetings. It is our ability to arrive early and stay late. It is our ability to to be a servant of others who are on our team. Can you like do those things and lead? That's why I laugh when people automatically say, um, you can lead only if you score these touchdowns or you can lead only if you are this iconic guy on the team. No. 
because there's more to the hearts of men, especially in our years, because you got to understand a lot of people in college, you know, a lot of us, I'm in West Coast culture. So I went to school with cats who was in gangs. I had cats who was bloods on the team, cats who was crips on the team. I had cats from New Orleans who had been through so much, cats from Georgia, all different types of background. The ability to lead came from a level of consistency, came from a level of authenticity, and came from this mean what you say and, and, and say what you mean and put it into action. That's what cats wanted. They, they listen, it, 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 many people have been broken so many times. The ability to see something consistent was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And, and, and having an ear to listen and a heart to serve, like hear where cats come from. That's where a lot of a lot of coaches may potentially go wrong because they don't they don't hear where cats are coming. They don't know where their, their their athletes are coming from, so they're not relating. Those are the things, man, that that helped me. So when football came away, it was like, yo, can you still show up to the workouts, be there on time, work out? Yes, but then be that shoulder for your other brothers to lean on. Like do that. Like be a friend. Can you be a friend and be a real teammate? Like, can you go to people without trying to take from people? Because mm. everybody trying to take, take, take. Everybody trying to get, get, get. This is junior college, so we're trying to get out of here. Yeah, so what exactly. can I get from you so I can get? And so um, that's what PCC was there for me to show me. It showed me that I could lead without a ball in my hand. And I think I needed that um, because I think I put everything, everything in that ball. I, I found out that academically I could excel even further without the ball in my hand. Um, so I had maturity. What I'm saying is there was maturity and stuff that I had to work on for the man up above to take me to another place. I wasn't ready yet. D coming out at 16, number two running back. I wasn't ready uh-uh, not to be who he needed me to be amongst men man. Who, who needed something. So, so I start to understand that in junior college. And this is what happens. This is how Lord works. Being obedient and recognizing it's not about you. That summer, football is about to start, right? We're about to go in and start the football season. <clears throat> Out walks a coach to seven on seven drills that summer. This is probably in like July, in July, because camp's gonna start in August. We're doing seven on seven drills. Out walks a coach, the coach has letters on his chest that said SDSU in a college show. And that stood for San Diego State University. I knew those colors. That day, I caught every single pass that was thrown my way. I have terrible hands. If there's ever a critique on my games that I couldn't catch, gotcha. I'll be real. It's up. It's up. This is what D Mark. We got to give it to 100. I could never catch. Facts. I can run. I can block. Do whatever you want me to do. I'll hit running with somebody full speed like a torpedo. But throw me the ball. I don't know. This is it. 50 50. I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> I caught every single pass that way that day. Four days later, I had a scholarship to San Diego State University. Like three weeks later, I was enrolled at San Diego State University off of never playing two games. I didn't play two games. I played six quarters of junior college football and I got a full ride scholarship to San Diego State University. Now, here's how God works. What I find out when I get to SDSU is that the reason I got my scholarship was because there was a young running back commit who had made a bad decision, some substance abuse off the field issues and my scholarship got vacated and opened up because of his mistake. Mm. That That's the same mistake Tyler Campbell had made a year prior. That's why I tell people the man up above got a sense of humor. That's how I got to San Diego State University. It was a school I had always wanted. There was a greater work that I needed to do. People got to look inwardly. It's not because the world did this or because of that person I didn't get what I wanted. Because of this coach I didn't get what I wanted. Because of this team I didn't get the ball enough. I didn't make. There's a greater work that you have to stop taking power away from yourself and bring it back in. There's some things that Tyler had to be honest and look at himself, mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. Your boy had to look at himself in yeah. the mirror and say, man, I'm not all that I say I am. Yeah, you might be number two and number 32, <laughs> all this other stuff, but yo, Tyler Campbell, yo, you very broken individual. Like you say you a man, but nah, you gotta be able to walk and fill these manly shoes. And, and the Lord was like, I need something greater from you, but I can't get you there unless you're willing to be honest with yourself. I got to be honest way, with the listeners, commitment though. and dedication. Yeah. I got to be honest with the listeners. I don't think they really understood when you said you played six quarters only at PCC mm -hmm. yeah. and still was able to get the scholarship of your school of choice in yeah. SDSU, San Diego State. 
I told yeah. you, world listeners, at the beginning of the show, this was going to be year to date one of the most inspiring shows in Why Not Sports history. Six that's, quarters. That's, six quarters. That's why I tell people, please don't limit. And, and here's the deal. I think we've all seen the Lord work in our lives. Oh, my goodness. It's just a matter of what lens are you looking through life with? Mm. Because if your heart ain't ready and if, if your mind, if you're not looking, if you ain't if, if you ain't looking through the right lens, you're going to miss it. And, 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 and so for me, again, I look I look back at my journey and I was like, yo, he had me every step of the way. You feel me? And so when you know and you see things, they call it faith. They say faith without works is dead, quote unquote. How do you know faith? It's because, yo, you can look back over your life and see some stuff that like it worked, like some stuff that held you through. And when you see that stuff has held you through, then it allows you to walk confidently in what you want to do. Yes, sir. Okay. So that's that's where people's confidence like stop looking at other people bro look at some there's some people who listening in yo you should be dead right now mm. that bullet missed you and hit something else or yo you could have been in that car accident but you weren't like don't gloss over this stuff that has miraculously happened in your life but because it's your life and you live it every day you forget and, and so i looked over my life like yo i wanted sdsu i got sdsu so that means, okay, I got to take this leadership and it has to be bigger than Tyler Campbell. It has to be bigger than Earl Campbell. It's got to be about how can I help cultivate, man, how can I be a constant? Because for whatever reason I learned at PCC, nobody had been consistent in so many cats' lives. So the fact that they saw something consistent, they saw something humility, something that didn't want something out of them, that just genuinely was trying to tap into a heart and like hear you, that's what I was supposed to learn about people. Not take, 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 not me, 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 and not I, I, I. That's why I'm forever grateful for PCC because that's really where I grew up as a person. And guess what? Out in California, nobody give a dang about Earl Campbell. <laughs> I think that was I think that was the most important, that was the most beautiful thing to me. Is that I said my same was Tyler Campbell. Nobody said, Are you related to? Ain't like Texas. So I, I, I'm at SDSU, and by the time I get there, D, college is different to me. I learned that I had been through so much on my journey personally as a part, as a man. Like when I got to SDSU, it was like I'm going all in. I'm going all in on my academics. I'm going all in on my teammates because I, I was just at PCC. I was just that kid who graduated from Westlake High School with nowhere to go to school. Y'all was that kid who, who, who got in trouble with police. So I got this second chance. I, I can't blow it. So they switched me to fullback, and, and it was all about special teams. D, I didn't care. I, I, I didn't care. I knew I could still play running back, but but for me, it was about I want to be on this team. I want to help these other cats who it's their first time being away from home because we we all first year cats together. Atia Henderson, you all the way from from Rockledge, Florida, and Cocoa Beach. You ain't never been away from home, but I promise I won't let you be late for meetings. I've seen your mother. I've seen your 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 brothers, your sisters. Like you, you one of the first ones to go to college in your family. I've seen what it did for my dad and his family. Hmm. I can't let you blow this because you you creating a generational legacy change. So college for me was like looking at things from all these different things. Um. And yeah, I wanted W's and, and yeah, I was happy to be sponsored by Nike and getting your clothes washed by, by equipment managers and, mm -hmm. and you got a meal card and, and I'll take that, you know, but but I also wanted my brothers to succeed um, because I had, I had gotten where I wanted to be and I wanted you to have your blessings too. And, and 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 I wanted so I always worked out at six in the morning. Always always was accountable. You know, if cats needed something, I wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to be TC on the team with all these hundred dudes and know that I could walk into any circle on that team and have a conversation because we brothers and we battle together. If I can help with your homework, man, I'm there. Yeah. If we need to travel together and we got to be in bed at a certain time, y'all make sure you do it. Yeah. Because you're the starter. And this is for me, humility. I wasn't always starting. 
but I didn't, it, it just, I wanted to see people succeed. Yeah. And I wanted to see people win, not only for themselves, but for their families and their legacy. Hey world, you, you, you can go back and, and play this again. Cause it, even still, when I'm hearing it from live, virtually, and, and it's, it's still like, wow. And the thing about UT, Mr. Tyler, Mr. Campbell, TC. Just <laughs> um, TC, Mr. Campbell is Earl. That's what I tell you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Again, this is coming from a level of respect, man. And, yeah. and even still, yeah, while man. you were being that teammate, being that brother, being that 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 example, you had some things going with you personally that you still had to keep continued. To fight that good fight To where now you are an ambassador For mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis Yeah Like um So so it's never easy Right there's never a, a point in life Where I feel like we get there And we just Like trials and tribulations Just lay at our feet It doesn't stop That's, mm. that, that, that's the thing I think Like there's no way you can be Comfortable in life that's why i look at like them older cats you know you you see older cats who still out in the yard more than they are or or still like doing doing cultivating work like they are people who i love adore and want to be like the most because they are showing me that the work in life never stops stops. it does not stop so if you're looking for that area where you can just get to a place exhale and breathe it's not there because life is a constant battle or a tug of war for your spirit. Mm. Like it's it's constant. While you sleeping, it's tug of war over you going. So when your eyes, when your eyes open up, bro, you're already kind of two steps behind the battle that's already been taking place. So you got to, you know, you gotta lace up and go. Man. That's why, that's why, that's why, D, you gotta shoot the jumper like you never shot it before. Yeah. That's why you got to drop your behind, hold your hands out, and shuffle your feet like it is your last time to shuffle because, bro, there is a battle for what you have, and you can't let that thing lay dormant. And so for me, when multiple sclerosis came into my life like a thief in the night, I had never heard of this disease a day in my life. D were black men. I knew about sickle cell. I knew about diabetes. I know about high blood pressure. I know about cancer. Okay? Those, those are what I know about. When I woke up one morning, or the morning after we played my our final game in my junior year, after B, after playing BYU, when I woke up and I could not talk, I could not walk, and I could not stand, I had, what in the world is this? I want people to think about it. Every day you go to sleep and you expect to wake up. Those of us who have the capability to walk, you go to sleep expecting to get out of bed and rise to your feet and walk and get your day going. Imagine waking up and literally without any warning, you can't walk or you can't talk. So I'm laying motionless on the bed on the floor and I'm like, what in the world? How? How? Long story short, you go to the training room. They don't know what it is. They they give me an appointment to Scripps LaHoya Memorial Hospital to see a neurologist. I didn't know what a neurologist was at that point, D. I knew a doctor. Mm -hmm. I know what a neurologist was. Um, but the, the doctor said, Hey, you're going to have to take charge of your health and you're going to have to go do these appointments by yourself. I have no family in California. You know, I'm, I'm a scholarship student athlete. I get to Scripps La Jolla Memorial Hospital and, uh, they perform a spinal tap, which is where they take a long needle and inject it into your spine, extract your spinal fluid. They give me MRIs. All this stuff is done on my own. No coaches present, nobody. And I learned that I have a disease called multiple sclerosis. And a typical athlete's frame of mind is, well, can I still play with this disease? That's the first question, like, yeah. You, you understand like where we come from. We are gladiators of whatever. Athlete is a gladiator. Your obstacle is your opportunity. Okay, you got this. What do I need to do to keep playing? For me, I had signed a letter of commitment to San Diego State University. I signed a letter. That means I'm supposed to play and I'm supposed to go to school. Okay, I'm committed. What do I have to do with this disease to stay committed? And uh, they had never, my doctor had never had a patient of multiple sclerosis to play football. 
I didn't think anything of it. I was just an athlete. Like, okay, what do we do? We take medicine for this and we keep moving. And I became the first person to ever play Division One college football with MS. Mm. Um, those who, who don't know, MS is an autoimmune disease in which lesions or holes, they form on your brain as well as your spinal cord. Uh, you can, you can, what is it? Uh, some of, with the disease, you will have uh, paralysis, uh, slurred speech, equilibrium issues, constant fatigue, uh, memory issues, uh, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of of issues with maneuvering your body. Okay, there's no cure for it. You can wake up one day, you can be paralyzed the next day. I played football with that disease, and I never told my teammates, I never told my coaches, um, partly because I just didn't know how. You know, as, as calloused as we are as men, I don't think emotionally. Um, I had gotten to the place where I could freely express myself and be vulnerable, as you say, D-Murder. And so if I could go back around and do it all over again, I would have opened my mouth and let my mm -hmm. coach. I never told my coach. I never had to sit down and tell my coaches what I was dealing with. You know, and, 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 I, and I kicked myself for that to this day. If there's anything that I wish I could have done differently is having this conversation like this is the disease that I have. But I was on that no excuses. Uh, I'm man of man of men. And I want to tell all the men listening in, like you can still be a man opening up and be vulnerable about the the the, the issues and the matters of your heart. Right. I, but but at 21, I didn't know that, D. No, thank I didn't, you. I didn't know about that. Thank you for sharing. This episode, I, I told you, world especially, uh, th this is one of them shows that I'm still in awe. The first person to play D1 with MS, multiple mm -hmm. sclerosis. Kept it to herself Mentally Physically Spiritually I can only imagine At that age I'm like You know what Man that's a whole Another topic With mental health And just Yeah But you did it. You Big overcame time. it From the Symptoms That could That could happen You're doing well With your speech mm -hmm. You're traveling Talking to kids again Shout out to my daughter You obviously Left something For her to say Dad you need to reach out To this man and real life, real talk, or real talk, real life. Mm -hmm. Like that's a walking testimony. TC, just just be open. It, it's not the way I dreamed it, D. It, it's not the way I envisioned it. The 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 hope was always to help serve others. I will say that it was always how can I help people. Um, man, that comes from my grandma. It's like you know, it, it don't take a lot to be. It takes a lot to be mean to somebody. It doesn't take a lot to be nice, Tyler. Mm -hmm. So make the decision to just be nice. That's what my aunt, my grandmother, Aunt Campbell, would always say. And, and and just try to help somebody today. That's what she would say. And so I thought football again was the tool to help people. You 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 help people by scoring touchdowns. You help people by doing this, being open, very introverted. My senior year in college, I took a speech class, Africana Studies speech meaning a speech class full of black people, which is what I thought. If I'm going to speak, I might as well speak around black people, people who I'm accustomed to seeing, people like me. I walk into Africana Studies class and probably like maybe two or three black people and the rest, nobody looked like me. And so I said, it's backfired for me in a major way. But being open, yo, it showed me that I have another gift, not just football. Mm. Football was the talent, but it wasn't the gift. See, that gift is the thing that you can do with relentless passion, energy, drive, and consistency. But watch this, D. Even if nobody ever pays you a dime, puts money in your pocket, or pats you on the back to do it. See, when you found that thing, that's when you found your gift. Anything else other than that was the talent. When I got into that speech class, I noticed that I love speaking. I noticed that when I got on stage, I wasn't nervous. I used to be nervous playing football all the time. Apprehensive. <laughs> that's good, yeah. Tentative. So I finally felt like what maybe Michael felt like when he got on the court and it was comfortable. 50,000 people, it don't matter. Mike was comfortable. LeBron James is comfortable. I felt comfortable on stage. I had finally found that feeling and that's how I knew football wasn't the purpose for my life. It was this thing. It was this thing. I wasn't a starter. I'm playing special teams. I'm a student athlete. Hey, I played running back at the end of my career. But my biggest breakthrough for college, the biggest gift back to me was me discovering a thing that I love and I can do it. And it wasn't football related. So I graduated with SCSU with more than anything that I, I could ask for. 
And that gift of that speech class is what I use today. I'm an MS ambassador, multiple sclerosis ambassador, um, on a mission to help underserved um, Black and Latino communities um, that are affected by MS because it's more of a conversation. So being obedient to a disease that the man up above gave me, because mm. people will look at that disease and say, oh, you could have, you could have, you could have done this with that disease. No, he gave me something that was going to last a sport. He gave me a purpose with it, an ability to serve, a calling. And I use the, 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 the disease as, as the leverage. Being obedient to the gift, I have a radio show in Austin, Texas, Real Life, Real Talk. Y'all don't have a radio background. Come on. I, I spoken spoken across the country with 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 Kayla, like you talked about, uh, doing going through assemblies from 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 West Coast to, to to East Coast and making rounds with kids. I don't have a curriculum. I don't have like a business plan. It just found me being obedient to what he gave me. That's why I was supposed to learn how to lead without a ball in my hand. I was I was supposed to conversate and cultivate and tap into the minds and hearts of people. So I could be prepared for the gift. All of it was, all of it was legend. The 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 testimony, not learning how to work hard, the alcohol, the, the junior college, it was the testimony. Cause you got, I, I have a story. Everybody has a story. Doggone it. And 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 I, I tell people, don't look at other people and be in awe for a second. Be in awe of yourself. Cause like I said, there's people listening in. You shouldn't be listening in right now. You should be dead and in the dirt. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I have, TC, mm-hmm. the listeners like Murph, wrote to five hundred. You you showed you showing out, Murph. I don't know how you do it, but like TC said, the man ordered my steps. Hey, that's he's it. ordering my steps. I don't have. You said it. I don't. I, I didn't go to school for speech or mm-hmm. journalism or broadcasting. It just started happening. My voice. I'm an athlete. What well, athletes yeah. got voices? Man, I'm trying to hoop. I'm going to the league, TC. Ain't nobody trying to speak. I'm trying to sell a whole bunch of tickets and fill arenas because of basketball. At least that's what I thought. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I feel you, D. Come on. Who is it? To be honest, D, who isn't? If you love this, if you love that game, like you say you love that game, why isn't that your mindset? That's why I get on people when they like, no, not everybody's gonna make it into the into the league. Yo, whatever. How can I not have that that Mamba mentality? Fact. Okay, because it's cool to talk about, but but in all actuality, why would you want to coach somebody that does not have that mentality on your on your court? That does not have that mentality. Like I am one of the best to play this game. Why Absolutely. not? I never heard Wayne get on the album and not say he the greatest rapper alive to the greatest rapper retired. I never heard Jay Jay Z say he ain't the best. What? So why why would I, I, I? It hurts me when I hear people say that to athletes, and they say, "Ah, you, so you this is what I tell that. people: keep that mindset. Just have a backup plan." There you go. That's true, and I, and that's the and that's the other end of it. You're right. Say that more. Say that again, Demar. Say that again. I'm gonna say it for the for the listeners out there. See now, yeah, you, my brother again. over there putting his host hat on. Yeah. <laughs> you can be the best. And don't yeah. lose that mindset. Just have a backup plan. Because like he said, I play with guys, like you said, TJ Ford. We went to UT mm. and played against Willow him. Reed. Scott super Willow fast. Reed. I played with a guy in high school, NBA 75. Like, I have stories that I can really be like, yo, Murph, I always still knew I was better than them. Even to this day, you can argue that. But also, on the flip side, are they doing what I'm doing? Have they connected with the people I've connected with? And I'm, quote, unquote, still an independent and I'm linking up with anyway. I'm not here to boast on myself and and and, and what I've been able to do post, you know, athletics or sports. But obviously, it's something working because the the, yeah. the decisions I made back then is flourishing now, and it's still not even reached the surface of what's to come. But that's here there. But TC, I want you to talk about your show before you go. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. No, and I got you. B. So it's it's real life, real talk on a one hundred four point nine the horn. And it's an Austin FM radio show. Um, it is a sports network, but my my angle for the sports network is inspiration, unity, and community. Um, so I've been on this show over uh, over a year. Uh, I'm the number one number one show on Saturdays by the man up above's blessing. Again, not a radio background, just a heart to serve. Come on, and uh, and I, I never give the same message twice. 
It's just whatever's on my heart to give. And, and for people who are content creators, I tell them this, you don't have to spend your time. What am I going to do today? What am I going to think about? Yo, just live life. And as you're living life, life will give you a conversation. Life will give you things to discuss. Life will give you a snapshot of what you're supposed to discuss. I do not just, I don't know. When you're being and doing what you're called to do, it works. And so on 12 p.m. Central Standard Time to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 104.9 The Horn. Um, I'm at TC Speaks 32 on social media. I post everything on SoundCloud. If you look up TC Speaks on SoundCloud, um, but if the show is called Real Life, Real Talk, R-E-A-L-L-Y-F-E, shout out to Life Jennings. Mm -hmm. I'm an L again, early 2000s kid. Um, real life. Nice. There you go. Real life, real talk. <laughs> I, I always wanted to be uh, a singer. Hey, man. That's my show, D. So for me, it is, man, I'm thankful to be here. And again, let your daughter be proof out of the mouth of babes. You know, you never know who's paying attention or watching. Yeah. And you never know um, when your breakthrough will come. But you can be ready. World. Show out when it does. World. That's it, D. World. I'm going to say world for the umpteenth time. World. If you wasn't blessed by Tyler Campbell's story, be inspired. No excuses. Went D1 from playing six quarters at a JUCO. Had to hold himself accountable and tell on himself to college coaches. Had MS, now it's an ambassador. Family man. Radio host personality, keynote speaker with no broadcast background, radio background. Zero. Not even not no degree in it either, D. Ain't no communications major. <laughs> I don't I want you guys to understand and ladies to understand. Like this is this is why Why Not Sports is here. Very similar yeah. stories. Very similar. So, brother, thank you. Um, the description on where the world can find you will be there. Instagram, Twitter, also uh, the radio show. And uh, I am i don't really have much, but thank you. Thank you for hey. making this show what it is with Why Not Sports. Talk about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Hey, I appreciate it. And you keep doing what you're doing, D, because what yes, you're doing. Sir. Yes, sir. It's helping yes, change sir. the world. That's real. Man, no doubt. Well, we're on that note. We got things to do today. Obviously, right? Right, right. We got to keep dropping this content and living life. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Murph. You can find the show wherever you listen to, to podcasts. You can find the Why Not Sports on Instagram, Why Not Sports underscore. Um, instead of TC Speaks, it's dmurphspeaks.com for the Murph website. <laughs> He speaks life, y'all. D speaks life. Hey, I appreciate that, brother. Again, when, when you say things like that, man, it's I, I, I keep working though, man. Like you say, I, I I gotta remain the best. I gotta work as I am the best. Cause I am the best. I can put up my credentials against anybody. You just bringing this out out of me. Only you and Big Roy for the most part. Man, but. listen, if you don't say you if you don't say you're the best, then why should I believe? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially as an you don't independent. Think you the best. Yes, sir. Same drive I had. Same drive I had. But we're we can we gonna talk for another twenty minutes, but that's not gonna happen because we're gonna get him back on. We're gonna talk some more stuff. Uh yeah. can't wait to link up with this brother in person. We just a few hours away. But world, we we both love y'all. We love y'all. Enjoy this holiday season. Um love on your people. Cherish the moments. Don't take life for granted, as you heard <laughs> Mr. Tyler Campbell say. But world, until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. It is, big brother. Hey, D, listen, you hit me up if I can ever be of any help. If I can ever, if there's ever anything that I can do, um, if there's ever any way that I can, if I can help, if there's a name, if there's a contact, whatever, bro, I mean it. Yes, Just sir. hit me up, okay? Yes, sir. I appreciate um, I mean it. I'm here to help. A lot of people talk about it, but I really, I really mean that. Yeah. And so, yeah. Please know you got you got a friend in me, fam. No, no, no doubt. This was great. And and if you ever need help, for anything, you got my number. I got yours. I'll be you know following up and touching back. Stay connected. Man. Yeah. And tell 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 your daughter to keep on keeping on. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I appreciate you though, brother. For real, it's it's. I don't take things like this lightly either, man. You know what I mean. So, like I said, we're gonna stay connected because gotcha. our, our our mission is 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 on point, and they need That's this. What I said. They need it, bro, because it, yeah. it look good, family. You yes, hit me sir. up every you need, brother. I All got right? you, T. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for your patience, too, Much man. Much respect, King. Uh, computer. Hey, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> we in that thing. Much respect, my brother. Likewise, brother. We'll stay in touch All for right. sure. Yes, All right, sir. Brother. Later. Keep on